Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in to episode 147 of the Dumb Mars Podcast. It's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch, back at it again. Gentlemen, how we living? How we feeling? Good, good. I need good more, man. I need more energy. It's the big it's the biggest party of the summer. SummerSlam is here. Not really. So we gotta wake this shit up. Let's go. I'm giving them right. as much energy as they've given me to put into this pay-per-view. Not really. It's well, not the biggest summer. Yeah. Not at all. We, we can like get into else. that whenever we break this card down because I got a lot of feelings that this 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 show is gonna be uh to have a lot of griping. Gonna have a lot of griping. Um don't want to sound like four old guys saying get off my lawn, but um it'd be a lot of bitching and moaning. Um, you know, but we'll try to stay positive with some things, giving you Mount rush more of the week. You hear that day? We're gonna complain about WWE this week. <laughs> yeah, pro, <laughs> pro bookmark this episode because this is the one you want to listen back to as we just bash WWE. Um, no, no, no. Um, but no, there will be complaints for sure, 100 percent Um, so yeah, so biggest part of the year, start your tailgate off early, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Leading you up and until SummerSlam, we'll break down the card, get get in all the shits and giggles that we normally do. Um, pros and cons of of pro wrestling for the week that was. Truth be told, I was on vacation this past week. I was out of the country, so my wrestling watching this week was non-existent. Um, you really didn't miss I, anything. I read up on stuff whenever I got back yesterday because you know different sales service. You can't really see stuff and everything else it was very nice to just unplug and get away for a week like i literally i think i charged my phone maybe three times all week i didn't look at my phone once it was great it was fantastic that's that's, that's what vacation is supposed to be yes it is oh man i couldn't tell you like just how nice it was to not like text messages nope they didn't get them phone calls nope they didn't get them didn't open up my apps for nothing i was I went zero dark 30. I was like John Cena. You can't see me. I was out there. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it was a good time. Good, good, good vacation with the family. Um, You know, went off, went off um, rather well. Um, Drinks in between. A couple, couple, couple uh, cocktails drank. Um, Nothing too crazy, you know. Um, Man, just something like. Just to lower the blood pressure a little bit, right? Yeah, but there's just something, you know, like for a beer that gets imported whenever you actually go somewhere that that, that beer is actually from, that the, the quality and the taste difference is just, it never ceases to amaze me. So I was I was drinking Molson Canadians all week long like they were the most delicious beer ever. It was <laughs> fantastic. Do you like Guinness? I do, but I've... I've haven't ventured over to Ireland. Um, I, I've heard that Canada gets actual Guinness, but I don't know if that's true or not. So there was um, there was Guinness available everywhere, and it was like promoted. Um, I'm on a major lag right now. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if you can hear me. Um, <laughs> geez, oh man, I don't know why. Your video is still on vacation mode. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, um, your voice is there, me, but the video is not. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me hop out. Oh, and there there go. There go. Go. Speed motion. Motion. Yeah, there you go. With a speed right. motion. Okay. <laughs> Look like you hit the fast forward button. Here we go. Back up the speed. Um, 
yeah, so no, it was it was good. It was a good time. Um, rest, recovery, got back, um, refreshed, ready to go in the SummerSlam. I did read up on everything. Um, I caught SmackDown late last night, but that was uh, an abridged, fast-forward version. Um, I could tell I didn't really need to watch the show in its entirety based off of how it was on fast-forward mode. Uh, Rampage was similar, um, fast-forward mode. And yeah, so here we are. We're getting ready. Summer <clears throat> SummerSlam. What do you want to do first? You wanna you wanna run through Mount Rushmore and uh Jabroni and then get into the card? Yep. Okay. Do it. All right, so my um I'll give you my Mount Rushmore and Jabronis right off the bat. Okay, because oh. like I said, I got caught up with everything yesterday, reading up on everything, all that. My Mount Rushmore for the week is is uh, Angelo Dawkins Barber because that Beijing was in full effect last night. There was not a crispier Beijing done in all of professional, maybe in all of humanity, okay? That boy had a lineup that he ain't had since he got called up to the main roster, all right? And the way Butch was hopping around on his back, I was worried he was going to rub it off. Like, like you can't. You gotta be careful, like that will that'll come off real quick. So I got I got I got you know the Beijing was in full effect, but it was nice to see the street profits come out dressed to the nines and do something different. Mm-hmm. They got sure. cheers and ovations, so we'll see how they turn this around. If this is gonna be a hill group or not. Right. Uh, Ashley came out and they gave him a bigger ovation. Yes, they did. Like, yeah, so we'll like we'll this group's see. over yeah. and before it begins. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, and then my jabroni of the week this week, uh, is all about women's wrestling, <laughs> not from an in ring product, it's from all the ancillary stuff that's gone on this week. So, all the drama and AEW with the Lufisto, Luf, I can't even pronounce her name correctly. And I don't think, yeah, the interview that she did, the comments that came out, the outrage, the debate, the what appeared to be Tony Khan sending out damage control emails to everybody to get on Twitter yesterday to put out positive messages about the locker room to sounds the WWE leaving off Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch, and Rhea Ripley from this pay per view. Yep. To them booking a triple threat match where their champion is the weakest link. Yep. And got outdone in the promo packages last night on SmackDown. Let's throw, a having, battle, let's throw a battle royal up there, but let's not take the match that we've been hyping up the most for a few months. I mean, th- this is, yeah. I mean, the only. Your hottest women wrestler the last month, not even on the pay-per-view. I said it on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> I replied to somebody. I forget who I replied to. But if you want good, consistent women's wrestling, storytelling, booking, Watch Impact because the knockouts division has been consistent for years. Damn near their entire existence as a company, Impact has done women's wrestling correct. I mean, they got a they got a one thousandth episode coming up, and they've already announced you know the the Trailblazers to come back to be a part of it and already promoting it. You know, Awesome Kong and uh, Angelina Love like. You, they just do it right. So uh, yeah, that that's my jabroni of the week this week. That 
all the backstage high school retort. She say she say stuff with AEW that's gone on ever since going back to Eva Lee's and then you know Big Swole like all that till now nothing's changed. And then WWE's booking of the women's division has just been atrocious leading up to this pay per view. <laughs> Couldn't say it better. <laughs> Honestly, the past week, everything that's been going on with AEW, I've had Donald's line in my head. It's all a work. It's like you had the video last week, you know, the guy on the fan with the sign, you know, to do better. And it's like, then all this, it's like, yeah. Like to me, it's like, I, I just feel like it's a work, like they're leading to something. Like it doesn't feel like it's just organic. It just, it feels like it's that they're doing something. <laughs> Your thoughts on the title change? That was the hell out of me. And this goes back to book women's wrestling better, right? You do a shock and awe title change for a shock and awe title change for what? What purpose? <laughs> because Jamie Hayter is out, so you don't have her to be the foil to the outcast based off of the story that you've been telling majority of the year. So you had to make a change and adjust on the fly but you adjusted and did it on the fly because it was the 200th episode of Dynamite. When when has Sheeta been on TV last? <laughs> Other than just hitting with the uh, kendo stick. Running in. Yeah, yeah it's all been run-ins. It should have so, been on Rampage, but nothing serious. So if you're going to do the title change and you want people to be invested in the title change, maybe you should have had her on TV the last, I don't know, three, four months. Yep. We say this all the time, and WWE used used to do this. They've gotten better at it recently, but you you used to have your champion, right? And then below them, you had your your tier of potential challengers, whether it's heel or babyface. Mm -hmm. And based off of circumstances, injury, who gets hot, who doesn't, you interchange and you adjust based mm -hmm. on that. Yes, yes. To me, AEW just doesn't have a plan at all. <laughs> <clears throat> they booking all out. We're all. I mean, they're supposed to be booking to all, <clears throat> all in. To all but, in. But I don't even feel like they're doing so that right now. You're not gonna have Hater there for you know the pop. So it's like, all right. So what? You have Sheeta win. So what? You're gonna have Soraya face Sheeta at All In because it's in Wembley. That's the only way that I see this going. And do you swap it there? And if so, that's then you just ruin. Oh, that's the worst transitional champ, yeah. mm -hmm. right? So, like, I don't know what we're your doing. Mo well, your once most dominant women's champion yeah. is now. And and don't get me wrong, Sheeta deserves a run mm -hmm. with yeah. with a crowd with a mm -hmm. fan base because she carried her and Bailey carried the the pandemic era for both companies as far as champions go. But like. Even I mean, even down to the backstage last night with Statlander on Rampage, when you have her doing oh, squats with Squatch Renee Young on her yeah, shoulders. Was, what are we doing? That was terrible. <laughs> that was bad. With the cheesy line, oh, I train all the time, as you can see right now as I'm doing mm -hmm. this interview. What are we what are we doing? Mercedes wanna hit me with my title and this and that. It was like 
Yeah, if you want to, I mean, if you want to come across like you train all the time, first off, you shouldn't be doing squats because you've had two ACL tears. So let's let's cut that exercise out. Maybe do some burpees. There's some up downs. Like let's let's not do squats, okay? And if you're gonna do squats, you know, put put Big Bill on your back and make it look impressive, okay? Like you really want her to get that third ACL tear. <laughs> if you're gonna go all in on it, go all in on it. I just, yeah, I can't. Those are my Mount Rushmore and Jabroni. That's it. There you have it. For somebody that didn't watch live, that got caught up, but those those things stood out the most from everything. Because it damn sure wasn't a go-home show on each episode of, of WWE this week. I hope they stopped doing that a while ago. Uh, since we were talking negative on, w- on AEW, I'll do a positive. Uh, this past Saturday on Collision, Andrade and Buddy Matthews had the ladder match for a mask. Didn't love the stipulation, but the match was pretty legit. Like, probably the match I enjoyed the most for the week. So I'll give those two their props. A hell of a bump by Julia Hart. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Buddy, the freaking sunset flip power bomb onto the ladder was ridiculous. But, I mean, Julia Hart sold that, like no other facials everything like mm-hmm. yeah she was she was very present throughout <laughs> that whole match she was putting the sherry work what was she yeah not not just with, exactly just that just level. Without, not, yeah was, not this sherry work but yeah. it, was, it was showing she was showing the shine for it so yeah just without harlem heat that's all <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, all right, so we got Buddy Matthews and Andrade. I'm not mad at that. I mean, that match stood out as one of the, the highlights for the week um, from that standpoint. So, since you already threw Dawkins on there, uh, I'm going to go from what went from my jabroni to uh, – to, it was a backstage stand with uh, Gunther Alpha Academy, and they, uh, they made a stipulation for a five-minute challenge match, and I was just mm. – I was over it from there. I was pissed because <laughs> I want that. That's something I want to see. That's something the fans want to see. You want to see Gables push, but then as the match played on, the match was good. Five minute challenge went through. You know he beat the clock, and then Gunther said, "Nope, start the match, restart the match," and then from there went on. Had a little, had a decent little match, and it's on there because that's something I want to see. That's what I want to see Gables push. I don't want Drew to win. Give me Gable as the next guy. It, it was close for me to add that one to mine, too, because that was a really good match. Gable is giving me, like, the the Kurt Angle with the little cowboy hat and the ukulele. Like, he's hitting that stride where he's the comedian, and he gets you through the segments, and you're entertained. But whenever it's bell to bell, he flat out goes. Yeah. And some of the stuff he does is, you know, reminiscent of Angle just – He's so damn good in the ring. And will they ever push him? I don't know, but but this could be the perfect spot to get a push. Like what I think yeah. what Jason's saying, because him and Gunther yeah. delivered, and I would I'd watch that over and over again. Yeah, for sure. 100 percent Like they you want to do a best of seven with those two? Okay. <laughs> Gunther in the best of seven. That's to be all his matches, best of seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's another guy. Even whenever, even whenever it's a TV match, you know, 
it's still being talked about like it's a 30 minute pay-per-view match and that's just mm. what gunther does like yep. and everybody shines everybody everybody didn't even match with ali shine ricochet shine everybody yep. mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah no i'm not mad not hey listen anytime we can spotlight chad gable i'm i'm here for it because i've i've been on that bandwagon since alpha academy way back in the day um sorry so that was wait that was your jabroni and mount rushmore started off as your jabroni jabroni but turned into your mount rushmore nah that 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 went from my it was going on as my jabroni Okay, but it came off to my Mount Rushmore. So, so what do you got for your jabroni? My jabroni is Fox for cutting out their Fox now a couple weeks ago and leaving the people that stream Fox uh, in a lose lose situation. So I have to wait till ten o'clock to catch it on my DVR. Did you see uh, Fox? Fox also put out a a (sighs) statement that they're not willing to overextend and overpay for WWE. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. I mean, hey, coming off of, you know, uh, what, uh, um, an FBI raid of Vince McMahon's home um, last month? <laughs> I mean, after you they know. did that thing, what was it, within the past year, I forget whenever it happened, but them saying that they weren't getting the return on the investment and they were losing money on the deal. I mean, <laughs> that pretty much right there said to me they weren't going to sign WWE back to a contract. Taekwon, it's all right to be on BP time. No, no You're allowed. BP time. You're here. It's, hey, listen, it's a party. It's a vibe. It's SummerSlam. You know, just we'll take it. We'll, we'll take it. No worries. Yeah. I, yeah. They, these whole media rights with Endeavor and everything else that's getting ready to come with is going to be very interesting um, if you're into that sort of that side of the business. Um which I, I thoroughly enjoy reading up on and keeping up on. So I, I'm going to be tuned in to see how this all plays out. Um, especially because, like, we – AEW, like, we don't know the deal with Warner. Like, that's yeah. never come out. Nor does it have to because AEW is not public. So mm-hmm. we're not – we don't need to be – we're not privy to that information. But at the same time, like – but Warner's public, so I'm surprised they don't talk about some stuff on there. Yeah, you may see some stuff, yeah. you know, year-end balance sheet-wise whenever they put out their financials, depending. But, you know, um, I got a feeling AEW would just be lumped in with their programming and, and all the other stuff to where you wouldn't get a true essence of the breakdown mm-hmm. for that. But, yeah. So, yeah, that Fox now, that's <laughs> – But when it's on FS1, I can watch it. I can you can watch it. it. Go figure, <laughs> right? So weird. All right. All right. Donald? Um, my mom, Rushmore, I really didn't care for wrestling all this week, but um, Dom Maria, the way they were talking to Dragon Lee and Axiom this week and was hilarious. And that kept my entertainment for the week, basically. Just saying, Dragon Lee, like, who are you? Another Rey Mysterio Jr. or something? And when he was talking to Axiom, was like, I thought we just got done talking to you. He was like, that was Dragon Lee. And then Dom saying, then who the hell are you then? <laughs> <laughs> just those two, just firing all cylinders. And what they're doing on NXT, I enjoy it since it's the show that I 
watch the most. I saw tickets are going on sale, I think, this week for No Mercy, uh, which will be the next NXT event, and they're advertising Dom, so apparently he's not going anywhere. Of course not. They're best wrestler out in the world, you know? According to ESPN number five. So. <laughs> <And> that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was my Mount Rushmore. I also like uh Wesley and Mello, like a little hint of a feud going on there after what happened Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that in ring there. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I um I'm not mad with the Wesley push. It's just Melo is the babyface champion coming off of Braun, Corbin, and even with Ilya. He can't fight from underneath against Wes. So how's the dynamic gonna be? You know, are we gonna get more of the <laughs> Hey, Jack, no, boy, you were 19, 19 minutes late, buddy. Nope. <laughs> hey, I said that's the that's the best Beijing ever done in all of mankind. And that, that lineup was super fresh. So, yeah, you're on my Mount Rushmore this week. Um, great minds think alike. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just don't know how Wes and Mello is going to play out from an in-ring standpoint because Mello – Wes isn't the type that you have Mello fight from underneath on. So who's gonna who's gonna be the tweener? You know, not saying that you gotta go full heel versus babyface in the matchup, but who's gonna be more of the tweener in the match itself? Is it gonna be Wes? At least we haven't seen that side of Wes. Yeah. So it'll pull off Hogan, uh, Hogan Warrior. <laughs> and <laughs> And this was also in consideration for my Mount Rushmore, besides the Beijing hairline from Angelo Dawkins. It was refreshing to see two people go separate ways without your typical wrestling turncoat style, chair shot, (laughs) you know, forearm to the back, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, Trick and Mello to sit down and do what they did and respectfully go each other ways and trick like kudos to NXT for doing it a different way because that was refreshing to see and it made sense for both of them where they're at right now in their careers and trajectory and what they want to do moving forward so again to me this is just the way that you get mellow you don't need to call trick up but you can have mellow up if you're going to add him in with Mm -hmm. Bobby and the Street Profits So that's yep. That's my Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> you got a jabroni? Uh, yeah. I, well, oh, yeah, I need some jabroni. Yeah, I, I, I need something. Oh, <laughs> oh, this better be good. This better be good. Oh. On the rose tinted glasses. This better be good. Through the looking glass now. Here we uh, go. Um, um, let me see. Wednesday night, Jack Perry, RVD. Here we go again. What am I telling you? They, uh, AEW, what was their motto? We're going to give young talents the spot. Who did they pull out? Had every single audience member in that arena sucking off RVD like they were some lady of the night in the alleyway. 
every one of them. Clip that. <laughs> um, Terrible. I knew that all these ECW originals, because he was talking about it, eventually was going to happen, but I did not want to see it. It came. I don't care about it. Do not care about it one bit. AEW, in my mind, is just gone. I don't care about the company anymore. He was out there walking like he still had his hanger in his shirt. He was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the only good thing he did was come out to respect because I like that song for Pantera. <laughs> the way people in the comment section be fanboying over 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 theme songs <laughs> is ridiculous. I like Sorry, that song. Bro. I like that song before it even even hit RVD's airways. <laughs> terrible legends again. It's all AEW could do, perform on Legends. Absolutely. And then Legends from the 90s at that. So who's next, Abu? Who's next, Tommy? Who's next, Sam? Who's next? Who's next? Everybody's next. What's Mikey Whipwreck for? Next. Just Incredible. Next. Raven. Next. I mean. Depending how long we're going with this storyline, it could happen. They go call a target up in uh, north somewhere and find Shane Douglas somewhere. <laughs> I mean, Lance Storm is said, there. You know, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Retired belts. So <laughs> that could be a positive. Yeah. If this is if this is short term, I don't mind it. And if it Especially if it is to put Jack over. No. He can get over. He can get over. Another FBI member on that. He can get. He can get over doing better. The only way this. The only way that this works for me is if Bill Alfonso comes back with RVD. (laughs) I need the whistle. Full fledged whistle. I need. I need the whistle. I need the. I I need Fonzie out there doing his shtick. One more time, just to make it work for me. If you want to go back and you want to throw it back to '90s ECW and run run the train out there with that, you know, then let's lean all the way into it. And you know, give me Fonzie back. He's on my Xbox list. No, <laughs> I hated that man from day one. I agree. No, no. Bill Alfonso was the lifeblood down there <laughs> with Sabu and RVD. I just don't like. This isn't something that I see benefiting Jack. No. Mm-mm. Like what? So you're supposed to get, he's supposed to be hated more because he comes out to Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 5. He plays up Hollywood now and he's going to destroy all of your old ECW favorites, which Tony Khan was a mark for growing up and traveled and went to every ECW show. So this isn't for Jack. This is for Tony. Tony. (laughs) This is for Tony getting to see all his boyhood idols come out and do one last hurrah so he can hug them and slide them a $100 handshake in the back. (laughs) Probably more than what Paul Heyman was paying him back in the day in ECW. You could have built up Hook doing this. Yeah. They don't need to see this. I mean... WWE did it with ECW. TNA did it with ECW. We don't need this. Keep replaying this again. 
But that's when those guys could still go. How much does <laughs> RVD have in the tank? That frog splash is more lo- is going to be more looking like a puddle jump. It ain't going to be a splash. <laughs> Maybe Dom can show him the right way to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I don't. I don't even have. I don't even have the 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 interest to want it to play out. I mean, that was the perfect send-off. It was. You know, it was. And then Vince had to bleed it dry for the last little pennies and turn it into the abomination that was. <laughs> That's that money the FBI looking for. <laughs> uh, but Jason, you were right. If the, It would have made more sense if they would have done this storyline with Hulk over, over Jack. And actually built him because yeah. now you're just diminishing Jack. It's weird calling him Jack. Yeah. Just to make no sense out of the storyline, but uh, I'm hoping it leads to just Taz doing like kind of what he did at One Night Stand. Just have a match with Jack, just pull him in the Taz mission. Taz take the belt back, and then it becomes retired, comes full circle. Then and further bury Jack Perry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat an announcer. <laughs> Don't Earth. let that be the booking. Please don't let that be <laughs> Further. <laughs> Further bury your young talent. It's not needed. The belt's not needed anymore. No. Chris, what's your jabroni? My jabroni from the week was from Great American Bash. I'm going uh, from the uh, women's championship match, Tiffany Stratton. That's probably the worst I've seen her look in a match. And... The, the very worst of it was one of the simplest moves of Boston Crab that she had to execute for like almost five minutes. She just couldn't execute at all. Like if you can't execute a Boston Crab, there's something wrong in your wrestling skills. Yeah, it was it was it was hard. It was hard to watch. Yeah. This 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 is where this is where the developmental met like the the takeover pay per view and just didn't work out at all yeah. like Tia is still young and green Tiffany's still green and Tiffany's not there yet to be able to carry people so you need somebody that's at least on her level or above her to make it work and we've seen what she can do with with people that can actually work a little bit and she comes across as looking good in the ring but that was that was not that was not it um yeah, so I I knew that was gonna be coming at some point. I expected five <laughs> minutes ago though. <laughs> I was seriously expecting two times. <laughs> no, I did she have like her knee in her back, almost trying to look like a line tamer or something? No. It, it, yeah. it, it looked weird. Yeah. yeah, it's like she kept like falling on it. Like she couldn't, like she was having struggle just executing it. It's like sharpshooter, I could understand her having trouble to execute a little bit, but a Boston Crab, like. I mean, I, I've done better Boston Crabs in backyard wrestling right? than we were talking about. It was, that was hard. That was hard to watch. Yeah. Like, 
it's, for the highs that were on that show that i mean yeah. you like that was the lowest of low and then you have like Ilya and Mello, which was just high of highs it it's an interesting dynamic and contrast to see that as much as nxt is entertaining week to week to be able to fill out a card for a pay-per-view premium live event takeover it's still hard for them to fully fledge that out with the roster that they have right now the problem though with it because i don't think that it's there to yet to tour like you know it's like when nxt first started you know they built up to touring and doing these on the road you know until they had like they felt like the talent was established and everything and they're not doing that they're just doing because they know they're going to make the money and so like, well, this, they don't care but this so. this match in particular was the perfect one for the florida loop like they should have been doing this match on the like whenever nxt just did the florida loop yeah. you know what i mean like that's when they should have been on that loop doing that match, having that match night in, night out and practicing it. So by the time when you got to the pay-per-view, you had it lock, step and key Mm -hmm. and they didn't have that. And it Mm -hmm. it came across as that for sure. So, yeah. And who knows where the women's, you know, division's going because Cora supposedly took her stuff out the locker and left. Is that story for NXT or is she getting called up after SummerSlam? She's in a weird spot, man. It like is. She's, she's never been given it to go full steam ahead with her, which is kind of mm-hmm. odd. Mm-hmm. But now she's floating around in kind of no man's land, and Putting people that's over. not doing her any favors. So, like, she she be a good dish. Does she get caught up and have a spot on the main roster? Probably not. But I don't know. She can replace the. Co- since she's out for a while, give Bailey something to do other than yeah, but uh, damage control is almost at their they're they're at their wits ends too. Like I'm over that yeah. last night on the Waller effect. Like you know, a year later, literally, and you know how long have we been talking about damage control breaking up? <laughs> too long, man. Too long. So. All right, that was Mount Rushmore and Jabronis for the week that was in pro wrestling. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time here. I think we gave it more time than what what was originally planned um, because we do have SummerSlam to get into and and a game afterwards. So let's hit this card because I know this is where the bashing is going to come in. (laughs) So, Pro, hit your record button so you can record this. If you're out there catching it, Um, if not, go go back into the archives on YouTube and watch it after we're done. Um, because it's it's gonna get Dawn of might as well just put the rose colored glasses on for this segment. <laughs> um, and go from here. So let's break this down. I get in no no particular order or however you want to pull it up, but yeah. let's let's start with the one that we can start the bashing with. The Slim Jam Battle Royal. Okay, first off, this announcement in this partnership with Slim Jim, like it's 97 WCW <laughs> with Macho Man brought it over. It's just insane to me. Like, I I haven't even thought about a Slim Jim since '97. I don't understand. 
How I don't even understand how Slim Jim came up with the money to pony up for this sponsorship because <laughs> WD, WWE's not, not giving not giving them a discounted rate. Like I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now or why this is a thing, but I I just hope we don't see a Bray Wyatt Slim Jim match like we had with the Mountain Dew blackout match. <laughs> I don't need Bray with a six foot Slim Jim smacking it off the back of somebody. Pause. Um, they said you're going to see this for SummerSlam. You're going to see this at Survivor Series. You're going to see this at the Rumble and WrestleMania. For the big, so, for the big, yeah. look for. Uh, so, get used to it. And this was also in contention for Jabroni of the Week. The way they booked that segment last night, almost after the match started. I love I loved LA Knight getting the opening and getting the pop and the crowd was if they don't pull the goddamn trigger on him, I swear, Vince, I swear, just because he wasn't a WWE created guy doesn't mean you don't pull the goddamn trigger on him. And I've been seeing way more of that written recently than what I want to see because it's starting to make me believe that they're never gonna do it. It's like, oh, it's the, the push is coming. It's coming over the summer. Oh, wait, yeah, so after summer it. it's coming yeah. after SummerSlam. We'll he got heat. Slam's <laughs> here. You're he getting the heat. push right now. That's what you're seeing. Yeah. And getting camera time is the push. But, yeah. He got heat. He got heat backstage. You know, that's why the push ain't coming. <laughs> Where do you push him? Santos is your next U.S. champ. Or With the reactions just... he's getting right now, he should be up in the main event picture. <laughs> You ain't you ain't touching the tropical chief. <laughs> touching the tropical chief. Hey, I know the pop for Cody would have been massive. Roman, guess who's at your door? I know the yeah. pop for Cody would have been massive at Mania because it's Cody and the whole story and everything else. But this crowd reaction that LA Knight's getting, yeah. Yo, if he beats Roman, like that place will come unglued. So. I mean, LA Knight's going to win this. I hate the way they booked it last night with the, everybody coming out. And it's just. I thought it was a lumberjack match when I turned it back on. I was like, what yeah, the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, why is Karrion Cross walking down? Why is, why is my mission out there? Yeah, out there. What yeah. is happening right now? Me is on Raw on uh, SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, Miz is on SmackDown. Yeah. And, and then, of course, because Mrs. On Smackdown, he had to take the, the, the 20 count from Sheamus on the ropes. Just because, <laughs> of course. Yeah, the utility man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of Miz, did you see he made number one on a list? Most losses in WWE history? The Miz? No. Yeah. Wow. Kane was number two. I mean, he, lost, he had, what, 25 this year alone, so... And it's over. Know. It's over twelve hundred, <laughs> and not hurting him one bit. Nope, not, no, at all. not at all. <laughs> not one bit. Parlay that into a twenty-plus year career. Yep. <laughs> Making money over money. Uh. So yeah, I look. If LA Knight doesn't win this battle royal, <laughs> then you might as well just not even. He might yeah. as well just go back to Impact. Like I, I mean, there's no really, there's no reason to have him on the roster anymore if he doesn't win the night. He didn't win money in the bank whenever you wanted him to win. Which yeah. we're not even going to talk about what they're doing with that right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, come on. He got to win this. LA Knight. I just don't see anybody why else. On, why is this not on the pre show? Why wasn't this on SmackDown last night? 
right here, this is the match you could have moved over to SmackDown like they do for Mania and Trish and Becky in this spot. Yeah. Yeah. Are you worried about time constraints? <laughs> Honestly, last yeah. night after Bobby came out and got the got the pop he got, I was just like, is Bobby gonna bookend battle royals? Gonna get the WrestleMania and the SummerSlam this year? Because <laughs> they have it. They only announced what I think like nine people for this, so we still got a lot to go on. Don't knowing who's gonna be in here, so I'll go Bobby just for the fun of it. <laughs> and do they do they have everybody start out in the ring? So you don't even know who you just gotta look you in the ring. Gotta look in the ring. Oh, like, oh there yeah, goes yeah. the Viking Raiders. Oh, <laughs> that, that'll be the time for the match. Every, every all twenty people I'll get out of just... yeah, there, yeah. There's DJ Z, whatever his name is now. And since it's a battle royal of a big four, you got to throw a celebrity in there. So Kid Rock might be in there just for the hell of it. Uh, uh, LA Knight versus the field. I'm going with the field. (laughs) (laughs) Are we picking golf? Yeah, we're doing Tiger. Tiger versus the field. (laughs) Yeah, Serena versus the field. Who you got? LA Knight. If All they right. don't do it, I might turn SummerSlam off, depending on where they put this battle royale. <laughs> All right, moving on. We'll go into the MMA match. Ronda versus Shayna. Hey, hell of a video package. It was. Hell of a video package. Like yeah, That's I, how they I build mean, up a match. God damn it. If Jeremy Borash wasn't behind that, I don't know who did it. Because that had Borash's fingerprints all over it. So, I don't know who put it together, but Man, you got me wanting to see this based on that alone. Like, don't have Ron to talk. Just show this video package, and I'm going to want to watch this. Mm-hmm. So she's going to do the favors. She's on her way out the door. Baszler for the win, and I hope this actually catapults Baszler into some sort of title picture where she should be at, which she hasn't been at ever as a legitimate threat. So give me Baszler. When they said MMA rules, I just thought of Warlow and um, Hager for some reason. It just came in my mind. That was in a match. They had a cage. <laughs> this is in a ring. Mm. People you never know. They might throw the cage down. <laughs> it's, still, it's still the same thing. To me, it's still the same thing. Um, again, I never was a Ronda person as soon as she stepped foot in WWE. So Shayna could care less about it. Shayna. This is I've been wanting to see Shayna get this spot for a while now. So she finally gets there. Hey, I mean I know right now they're they're booking Rhea and uh Raquel at the moment. Like that's kind of like the thing on Raw, but you put Shayna in that picture afterwards. I would love to see a Shayna versus Rhea match. That could be a great feud right now. So Shayna for the win. All right, we'll go to our next match, Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Again, this should be Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Um, nothing against Ricochet. This is just Logan Paul's on the card because he's contractually obligated to be on the card. Mm-hmm. And I'm not half mad at the story that they've told, except Logan Paul, you know, the whole, oh, isn't that your fiance? Well, don't be mad that. when she says, and winner, like, 
come on, dude. If you're going to throw the dig out there talking about your girl saying my name, let's let's at least make the dig in the right context. Mm-hmm. Because that just came off as you reading a script, and it was poorly done. You didn't get me to buy into it. That you know, the hate and animosity. And you can come up with it better if you would have went full fledged into it. So, I listen. I don't want to see Ricochet lose this match to Logan Paul, but I got a feeling that they're going to have Logan Paul go over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I don't see Ricochet winning. Logan Paul hasn't won a match in a while, so he's got to get that. I think, Ricochet, I think Ricochet will have the holy shit moment of the night, though. He always does. So this is um, this is one of the matches I'm looking forward to, just because it's a spot fest, and I think WWE will put on a better spot fest than AEW could put spot fests on. Wow. So yeah, mm-hmm. one of the two matches I'm looking forward to. And I think Logan Paul is going to win just because the name. I don't got much more mm-hmm. breakdown for this. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. Gunther. I hope. I'm over Drew. I almost forgot <laughs> that Drew was even in this match. Because like, <laughs> it's been so lackluster of a build with him. Yeah, like... Let's build Gunther for everything and have him fight everybody else, but the person he's actually fighting at the event. No. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. Listen, Gunther should not lose this title until Mania next year, whenever he hands it over to challenge whoever's the champion, preferably Cody Rhodes at the time. And yeah. I'll just see with it. Yep. <laughs> I think he's less than two months until he. Until he could beat Punk, he needed. Man. He needs like forty. I think it's like 40, 40 more days, forty-one days, something like that, to surpass everybody and be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. So yeah, let's, he deserves let's run that. this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Gunther. made the belt relevant mm-hmm. after years. I mean, hell, how many pay-per-view matches has he had with the title? When's the last before him? When was the last? Intercontinental title was on a pay-per-view. It's always depending on SmackDown before a big four. Yeah. It's that argument of does the belt make the man or does the man make the belt? And the man has made this belt. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm still over jury. Yeah. <laughs> still over. All right. Up next, we'll go with Cody and Brock. What the- wasn't there supposed to be a stipulation for this match? That's what they kept talking about. There was going to be a stipulation, but nothing was added. <laughs> It'll be before the match. It'll, I was going to say, it's probably going to be like that WrestleMania stipulation that they, they used to do at the Attitude Era. No stipulation added then. This match is now no disqualification. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, for for as much as I love the Shayna Ronda video package, hype package, I completely <laughs> checked out on this Cody Brock one. I don't think it you did anything the music? at all. I don't think it, it did anything music. at all. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah. Over, over it. We know, we know Cody does his feuds in threes. Pause. Um, he, you know, it's not a one-off. You're going to get multiple matches whenever you're in a storyline with Cody. He, he did it in AEW. He did it with Seth when he first came back. Like, 
It's what Cody does. It's hard to do that with Brock Lesnar, who's not there full time. <laughs> Even though it's Brock freaking Lesnar, it's really hard to do that. No. And I'm not saying Cody hasn't carried this by himself, but at the same time, there's only so much you can say and do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like to me, too much time has passed and not enough has happened for me to be legitimately excited for a trilogy to be completed based off of the first two matches. So I got I Cody I haven't winning. cared after the first. I got Cody winning. I mean, they're tied up 1-1 right now. So who's going to win the rubber match? Depends on what they're doing with Cody. I don't. I don't know what he's doing after this. Like, I mean, brand split. The brand split doesn't matter now. So he could tomorrow. He could go, or not tomorrow, but on Friday he could go back to SmackDown and challenge Roman for the title for as much as the brand split matters. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I just. You're worried about what they're doing with Cody, Chris, and I see I'm the opposite. It's what else is there for Lesnar to do? That too. Like, who else is you know what I mean? Like one on one with the Undertaker. He does if he <laughs> if he doesn't have a belt, then what else is there for him to do? Like the sunset. Now you're the sunset. Now you're here again. So just man, get on your horse and ride it to the sunset. Yeah. I don't know how much longer Lesnar has left. I mean, because he definitely usually keeps that tucked away. But, yeah, if, if he just comes back for a couple more matches and then rides off, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. I don't care who wins. The I mean, I'm, going, I'm going with Cody. but The, the robbery stale. It don't matter. It, it is. All right, I just, hope they, I just hope they deliver, honestly. Like the first two were what they were. Like, I just hope they deliver because you know we're getting the everything in the kitchen sink from a in ring storyline perspective with Cody. So we'll see. Don was talking about spots earlier. I I don't think you're gonna get that Nashville spot last year of like the ring being lifted up or anything, but you're gonna get a spot out of Brock and Cody at some point. All right, we'll go into the women's championship match: Oscar, Charlotte, and Bianca. I hate to say it's about a women's match, but does anybody really care about this? No. I would have much rather have seen Trish and Becky than this. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I absolutely hate what they've done with Oscar since she's won the title. She's the least thought about champion in a storyline for a big pay per view match. And I can't even remember how long. If I don't ever. feel like I'm invested in Bianca since she's lost the title either. We need okay. to. We need to. Is, is Bianca going to turn or not? <laughs> she's played that line. That's yeah. what I like. And and Charlotte on the yacht was just like, okay, you're you're full-fledged heel, Charlotte, but whenever you're in the ring cutting promos, you're babyface, Charlotte. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> and not that this should play into any factor at all, but watching that package, like, 
they talk about Demar Hamlin having a, a body double, like um, Charlotte on the yacht did not look like Charlotte in the ring over the last seven years. Um, so, something we can talk about off screen. Listen, just have Oscar miss both of them in the face, pause, and and call it a day. You get a blue mist, you get a black mist, and I pin both you and we go home. It worries me that they're just going to put the belt on Charlotte just to put the belt on Charlotte. Because she's hyping it up, you know, she keeps putting 15 everywhere. So it's like if... I don't want to see her get... I I hate that they just give her title runs just to give her title runs. Because they haven't done anything with Asuka, I would rather the three of these women beat the ever-loving shit out of them and then EO cash in. (laughs) And take the title. (laughs) Hit a moonsault and take the title. I'd be okay with that. At least it gives some excitement in there. It's one year to the it it you know, one year to the event when damage control came back, when EO did you know what I mean? Like do it. Pull the trigger on it and start off fresh and give everybody a clean slate because this has done nothing except build up Bianca and Charlotte. So if you're not going to do Oscar right, then yeah, no point in having her continue to hold the title. Then give me that solo match of Io and Oscar after that. Running back. Yep. Oscar. So I'm I'm going Oscar with a cash in. Um, I don't want to see it, but I'm I, I have that feeling of Charlotte win. <clears throat> All right, up next we'll go with the World Heavyweight Championship: Seth versus Finn. I really, really, really need Finn Balor to win this match. Yes. Like it, it's yes. Just- For the career, for the, you know, just moving forward. For, like, he can't lose this match and me ever take Finn Balor serious again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The story is there with Damien having the case and Judgment Day and everything else. So, like, you can have Dom and Rhea spin off and do their thing. Them two are fine. You know, even though Judgment Day as a whole is great and they're running raw right now. Like, you can still draw that out with the dissension with Finn having the belt and Damien having the case. But from a credibility standpoint, moving forward, I need Finn Balor to win this match. Yep. This is the other. You're you're just as useless as as, as in the group. (laughs) They can just kick him out, pull somebody else in. Like, everybody else has accolades or or titles Mm -hmm. on them. And you have nothing. What's the point of being in the group now? So yeah, he has to win again. As the leader. Yeah. Man, this is the other match I'm looking forward to. Finn has to win, like Steve said. The story's there. All the run-ins he's been doing on every show, you know, before then, to that sit-down interview he had in the back. It was like everything like, no, this ain't a peace of mind. This is chaos, you know, all that. He has to win. I would like to see it. I, I, my gut feeling is Seth's retaining. I, I just, I think it makes sense for Finn to win, but I, I, I just don't see that right now. Seth doesn't need the belt. He doesn't, but 
I, I don't see them taking it off them. So for me, Seth for the win. I think they might run it back though. I think we might see some shenanigans or something, or we'll see a another match of payback. We had enough shenanigans with this. <laughs> yeah. Had enough. It's time for a clean finish with this. I think he'll just continue to play in to the whole Judgment Day stuff. All right. Main event. And this be championship Roman and the real chief Jey Uso. Another very well done video package last night with Heyman in the ring explaining the significance of the lay and the the history and what it signifies and all that. They've still gone back and forth as far as how they've told that respect thing and, you know, solo involved and everything else. I want, I'm curious to know what the numbers did last night. Cause Roman wasn't on your go home show. So, you know, how big of a draw is Jay um, being in that main event spot and carrying the show for multiple segments. Um, Would the would the pop be worth the three year run? Like that's what it boils down to me. Like <clears throat> would 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 one moment WWE is always about creating moments, right? That that's what they do. They're in the business of moments, not matches, moments because moments last forever, matches get forgotten. Put that on a shirt. Is the moment of Jay beating Roman and becoming champion? Is that bigger than what you've done over the last three years with Roman? That That's where my mindset is with this match. Mm-hmm. And as much as I've been saying I want Jay to be the guy to dethrone Roman, I just can't. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I got to go with Roman. Maybe Jimmy comes back and turns on Jay, and, and Jay looks for – help with friends elsewhere a la Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and we get that kind of feud back to carry through Survivor Series maybe Owens is injured right now so we don't know how long that's going to be out for but I just moment versus momentum as far as Reigns and his run I'm going to take momentum with Reigns in the run over the moment of Jay winning for one night only I um I said a couple weeks ago on the show that I'm over the bloodline story. It's just for me, it's just being ran into the ground now. So I um I want Roman to win, just so everybody else can do whatever they need to do and have some new fresh blood for Roman. And then last night on SmackDown told me everything was gonna happen. You know, Jay's cheering up to the crowd at the end. You know how WWE do. You cheer it up to the crowd right before the pay-per-view. You taking that L at the pay-per-view. Yeah, but usually, at least with that, it's the two people going head-to-head <laughs> and seeing how it happens. Last night, you didn't have Roman there to, to do that. but It, it doesn't matter. I, I, you didn't get that yeah, I don't know if it matters here. <laughs> uh, I'll say yesterday, those, those AI-generated Usos, pretty dope. 
in their baggage. Um, but will the moment get a pop if it happens? Yeah, but my my thing is, what do you do afterwards with Jay? Because he's just going to be a transitional champ, pretty much. Or to be Roman taking the belt back for me. So I'm going with Roman to retain. For me, it comes down to what's the you know what's the real story that they're trying to tell here. Mm-hmm. You know, they said they didn't do the move at WrestleMania because they felt they still had more story to tell. So is the story with Roman or is the story with the Bloodline? You know, because the story's been with the Bloodline for a while now. So if the story, the core story that they're trying to tell, if it's the Bloodline, this is to me this is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, to bookend it, go full circle where we started in the beginning. Because if you go back, if you put the belt, keep the belt on Roman, you go back again to the bloodline down the road, you're just going back to that well too many times. At some point, it's just going to, it's going to run dry. I, I don't think Jay's winning tonight. Like I, th- I, in my gut, it's Roman winning, but to me, it's just the, the story is there to do it. But I don't think that they're going to pull, I don't think they're going to execute it. Do we have a return tonight? No. I don't know. Because if you don't if you don't put the belt on Jay, if you're looking at the SmackDown roster, there's nobody there to challenge Roman unless you have somebody that's been out for a really long time return. And like what's I said earlier, you don't have a real draft anymore, so anybody on Raw can go over to SmackDown. Hollywood is shut down right now. If you want to, if you want to slide somebody, (laughs) if you want to slide somebody into that spot that ties into the story of when it first started, right? SummerSlam, Roman came back. Who did he take out? Bray. Yeah, Bray. So if you want, if you you wanted to, (laughs) he pinned Braun. Bray always said he never pinned me. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to, you know, continue to cycle the story with going back to the beginning, Bray would make sense to come back and cost Jay the the match and take out Roman. Don't know where that leaves Jay, but or you have Roman win and then Bray come out. So you know what direction they're going in afterwards. Mm. Um, and then, you know, that doesn't hurt Jay in any way. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I have not heard any scuttlebutt or anything about Bray coming back. You know, some people have been calling for them to just cut their losses with Bray to begin with. Um, to, you're, you're paying the man $3 million and, and you know, I, I don't have – any insight as to what Bray's dealing with or has dealt with or mm-hmm. why he's mm-hmm. start stop. If he's difficult to work with creative, like they don't know exactly what to do. Like, I, I don't know any of that. I'm just saying <laughs> if, if you, if you're looking for somebody to step in and be opposite of Roman to where it it's believable and you can tell a story and you can run with it and have a match because nobody else has been built up much like AEW where they haven't built anybody else up, 
Like you've built Jay up after Jay, there's nobody there. So unless Roman pulls a, I'm out. I, I don't know what else you do. So this would be a spot for Bray to come back. Only a few more hours till we find out. That's it. That's it. Um, how many matches total is that, Chris? Eight. No pre-show matches scheduled. So eight matches with a four-hour. T- now, uh, are they worried about time because they can't go past eleven? Is I Detroit like is Detroit? A, you know, like New York, you have your certain times, and if you're yeah. not there, then it's all all hell hits the fan, right? <laughs> I don't know if Detroit is similar in that vein as far as time goes and everything else, but if you have eight matches on a four-hour pay-per-view, eight to midnight, and you can't get Becky and Trish on here because you're worried about time constraints, what are we doing? I was actually surprised when I saw this was an 8 p.m. start time, not a 7 p.m. start time, because usually like for some, these bigger events, they've been starting earlier. But so if you're running from eight to eleven with eight matches, given the matches and who's on the card, almost three an they, hour. You know, because you're gonna do video mm-hmm. package in, in between and all that sponsorships other stuff and all that stuff. Doing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, you get your kid rock concert. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I don't they think better he's supposed not. to perform. I think they said that he's doing the uh, cold open, like the the narrating. I don't think he's supposed to perform, but somebody gonna be performing. Yeah, if he if he <laughs> performs right there, that's that's what should have been cut for Becky and Trish. It just baffles me that you have Rhea, Becky, and Trish, and they're not on this show. Yeah, mm-hmm. but are they all healthy? Trish and Becky, yes. Uh, Rhea, yeah. Rhea, besides wrestling Natty, like she's been doing her stuff and I guess Raquel being legitimately injured is what threw this off. Yeah, I didn't need I haven't really enjoyed the the Rhea Raquel build up enough to say that's SummerSlam. No, but Becky and Trish was SummerSlam. Yeah. And if you just throw it on a raw then that's still not giving them what they deserve. At least put it to payback if you're going to push them off this show. And if you read rumors, I mean, we're talking pre-WrestleMania. They were talking about Trish and Becky for some plan for SummerSlam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But this 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 SummerSlam does not feel as big as the other ones in years past. Mm-hmm. No. For it to be your a la number two. We'll see how will it the turns card, out. Will the card deliver? Potentially, but there's. I think this card when 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 the pay per view is over with, we can look back in this card and we'll be able to know whether they made the right call or the wrong call. It'll be it'll be crystal clear. I don't think there'll be any uh, 50-50 on the fence. No, either they made the right call by yanking it or they made the wrong call by yanking it. Mm. Pause. And it only takes one match. <laughs> mm. And there's a, there's about three to four that are on this eight card that could potentially be that match that should have got booted or moved. If I remember correctly, last year when we were watching SummerSlam, it was like the first maybe hour, if that was like we were really excited for it, and then after that, it just kind of like fell off. Did mm-hmm. bad. Like so, we'll see how it turns yep. out. Yep, yep, yep. 
So that's the breakdown. That's the predictions. Head on over to social media. Hit us up and let us know at Dunmark's Pod what we got right, what we got wrong. Tune in live. We'll be we'll be chatting it up on Twitter or the X now. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, some logo Elon Musk stole. Um, they, they still don't even know what it is. <laughs> so. All right. Game time. Debate this. Four horsewomen, Sasha slash Mercedes, Becky, Bailey, Charlotte versus or OVW, OG, Cena, Orton, Lesnar, Batista. Which group are you taking? Why or why not? Hmm. I'll kick it off. I think I'm between the two, I'm going to go with OVWOGs, talking about consistent storytelling for a long time, you know, with actually pushing talent. Those four have delivered. You know, as much as I enjoy the Four Horsewomen from their NXT run and main roster run, it's very inconsistent uses of them. Consistently inconsistent. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> My heart says four horsewomen. I love women's wrestling and I love all four, but I'm going to have to agree with Chris with OVWOGs. Um, I'm going to take the four horsewomen. They're the ones who really like got me into NXT as it was back then. And I think even though they're used like really inconsistent on the main roster, they were the ones that made the main roster like women's division up in the main roster watchable transition out of that bella's you know era mm -hmm. previously divas era to actual women's wrestling on the main roster and then i think the oew um the ovw ogs they had the machine behind them they knew that they were going to get pushed from back down there Four horsewomen, I don't think they didn't have the machine behind them immediately. I think star power for star power, I would say it's damn near even. Um between the you know the eight people listed. Um work rate wise. The women are just as good as the men on this list. Um, Character-wise, you know, character-wise, they're damn, damn near just as good as the men, if not better in some aspects. Um, you got a 16-time world champion, John Cena. You got a 14-time champ in Charlotte. You know, Orton's a 14-time champ. Sasha's been, what, she was six-time champ? I think. Bailey's been champ, what, two times, three times? Becky, arguably, you know, the hottest person in the business since Cena. As far as her run with the, you know, punching the nose and becoming the man and just full scene ahead, 
main event star power. Like, it's hard to knock her off that list when you put her side by side with these guys. Um, I think from an impact standpoint and what they've meant to the business, I give the slight edge to the four horsewomen over the OGs. Um, just because they've made they made WWE pay attention to women's wrestling, which they never did prior to that. And granted, has it been perfect? Has it been perfect? No, right? But you know, without these four, we don't get women main eventing WrestleMania. Without these four, we don't get a Bianca Belair, we don't get a Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, coming off of the not the coattails, but you know, riding that that wave of momentum and and being the stars that they are right now, currently, um, you know, so yeah, I'll I'll go the four horsewomen over the OGs. Two versus two. Say with the, I will say with the four horsewomen, they are the top. You add in Bianca and maybe Oscar, they are the top, the best of the best. Yeah. They are, they are the Mount Rushmore of the women's division. With the OVWOGs, you can throw some other, you can take some people off, and add in other people. And I like, I limited it to four, obviously, just because of the horsewomen. Mm-hmm. And this is no slight to Shelton Benjamin, who was part of that class with the OVWOGs. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you add him in, then you're five for five, and it's like, okay, we're five five like Michigan back in the day. That's that's hard. You know, you're not going to put yeah. anybody else up. But if you were to, like, sprinkle in an Oscar or a Bianca or a Rhea, I still think five for five you can match horsewomen versus OGs, even though – those three, Oscar, Bianca, and Rhea, aren't necessarily a, you know, factored into the horsewomen. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's. I didn't want to make it like, oh, you take one and you can't have the other, and they're erased from history because it's that that'd be a disservice to. Yeah. the other group because you know all eight of these people have contributed massively to the business yes, they have. and gr- and granted the you know the ogs had their run right you know or in may or may not come back cena is going to do a handful more lesnar a handful more batista's done you know you still have charlotte bailey becky being at their peak and in their prime and then Sasha, like she's doing her thing outside of the company now. So if it wasn't for an ankle injury, she'd be, you know, even higher up as far as impact and, and importance. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the horsewomen. Yeah, good topic. Yeah. All right. That's debate this. Hit us up social media again, Dunmark's Pod. Chime in. Let us know who you got, the four horsewomen or the OVWOGs.
I mean, like impact wise, yes, but when you like when you stack up resumes and you put titles for titles and you only you count the run the years that the OGs had versus the years that the horsewomen had, the horsewomen have more impressive of a resume because they've done it in shorter time. And like Charlotte's one to say that she's not sticking around long. So it's like, who knows how much longer she'll have left on her career. So just there, she's not putting in the 20 years like any of those guys have had. But you also know that Charlotte's going to be on that list with her dad and John Cena as the 16-time world champion exactly. when it's all said and done. And she's inching closer to it, so that could be – clock could be winding down. <clears throat> so, yeah. Came in a short time. Uh, what you mean, Taquan? I don't know if you're being sarcastic there with a slack comment, or you, or you're asking a legitimate question, um, <laughs> or is pressing. I mean, you know, for as for as much as we love the Orton Cena rivalry, even though they ran it into the ground, like you have in the Bailey, yeah. you have Bailey and Sasha, like you know, you can. I mean. The rivalry between the four on each side is what it was. Mm. It's the iron sharpens iron, you know, the all the cliches. Like to me, it was a legitimate debate as to okay, here's a group of four, here's a group of four, and they're pretty evenly matched when you start looking at it and breaking down everything. Sans the fact that it's a, a group of women versus a group of men. All right. Anything else from from debate this? Nope. Anything else we need to talk about on the show at all? We here's a question I have for you guys. MJF Adam Cole. Right. Announced this week. It'll be the main event of all in. Mm -hmm. The only match announced on the card so far. Um they, you know, they they had their match with with FTR. It was a hell of a match because it's FTR. They don't have bad tag team matches, but Cole and MJF can go. So it was a good mix. They sprinkled in the storyline. They they plotted stuff out this and that. They teased the turn. <laughs> Do you feel like this storyline? Do you feel like it was? Planned with the with the mindset of making MJF a babyface champion to have Cole be the heel, or was this just dumb luck? They stumbling into something, and now MJF is a top babyface because of how entertaining he is. Are you having sympathy for the devil? <laughs> I feel like they stumbled into this. Not necessarily sympathy, but like what MJF always goes to whenever he does this type of role. This isn't <laughs> the first time he's gone down this road. Yeah. No, but he hasn't. But he hasn't leaned into it the way that he has this time. But what does he always go back to? Did you have sympathy for the devil? 
right, let me ask it to you this way: Is there more? <laughs> is there more money with MJF as the babyface champ and Cole the heel, or MJF being the heel and Cole being the babyface? I like the I like the situation of Cole turning on MJF to being the heel to MJF's babyface because it's different than what we're used to with MJF. You know, it's always MJF plays like what I was just saying. MJF plays the into the babyface role, but he's always the heel. You know, at the end of the day, like he always turns back to it. So I like something different. All, all online this week, I've been seeing people posting about the way Adam Cole hugged MJF this week with uh, like the fist bump to the back. Like that's him stabbing him in the back. And if you go back, he did that to Kyle and he did that to Roderick and and everybody in an undisputed era. So they feel like that's going to be Cole turning on playing the heel and turning on MJF. We'll see if that's how it goes, but I like the wrinkle with adding the kingdom in and give him the history lesson of, Hey, you know, Adam Cole's not a good guy. You know, he's ducked out on his friends multiple times. Look at his track record. I just feel like, we're four years into AEW, right? What always happens in pro wrestling? The bad guy eventually becomes the babyface. Mm. To me, this is just MJF had that that rise of the, the hated heel. Then he cut the Tony Khan promo. They got him fired, right? Which made the fans love him even more mm. because he gave you that type of performance comes back to the huge pop as the devil right and now he's giving you some of the most entertaining stuff in pro wrestling with one of the biggest fan favorites in pro wrestling so like it's just it's at the crescendo spot where like it's kind of hard to hate MJF and if MJF does turn on Cole then, like Chris, it's like what you said. Well, it's what MJF does. <laughs> so why, like, why, why do it that way? Like the bigger story is having Cole turn on MJF and and MJF, you know, having the wool pull over his eyes, you know, um, <laughs> for the first time, <laughs> for the first time, you know, because it almost um, feels like they're both playing, they're both playing each other. Almost is how the storyline feels, but it's like because this is what we're used to without MJF. But like you've seen everything with Adam Cole and the Kyle O'Reilly in the back, you know, like him constantly telling Kyle, like, like calm down, it's cool, like I got this, you know, and just like you can tell, like he's trying to tell Kyle, like I'm playing him, you know. So me, Roddy, or yeah, sorry, yeah, Roddy, um, like he's constantly trying to tell him that he's he's playing him, and you know, Roddy doesn't believe it, but. I'm, yeah, it's like I'm expecting them both to to turn on each other more than anything, more than one on the other. What's the what's the what's the line go the um the greatest trick the devil the devil ever pulled was that you know nobody knew he was the devil or however the freaking saying goes yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And MJ, MJF has said that before, right? Whenever he started this whole mm-hmm. the the devil give me with. What if Cole takes the line and he, you know, he was the devil in plain sight that MJF 
didn't recognize and couldn't see. Does that turn MJF even more heel? Because he's so pissed yeah. that someone out tricked him. Yeah, but I think that I think that sympathize I think that sympathizes you more with MJF to make him an even bigger babyface. No matter what, the fans are gonna cheer MJF. Yeah, he's at that level now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's so it's know, him play, being a babyface or just playing up the heel gimmick even more. They're just gonna cheer him. So <laughs> yeah, they should do it with Cole turning on him. I mean, AEW needs storyline, so need something different. Right now, and them two together, them two mm-hmm. together has been different. Like it's it's yeah. something that came out of left field that nobody expected that mm-hmm. that sparked off with with a, a a gym vignette talking about their hate for Tony Schiavone, and it was like, <laughs> oh, these two play very well together, and it comes across. And then you get over a double clothesline to the point where. <laughs> You have ten thousand people stand up when you hit a double clothesline, like Jason's favorite move. That 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 that, <laughs> there, that is that in the hug it out. We as wrestling fans have some serious issues. We have to, we have to, we have to. <laughs> but we I mean, to hug it out, and we we we, close, we 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 mark out for the stupidest shit. We have some unresolved issues. You have the you yes. know you have the you have the t shirt. <laughs> And then I'm not gonna wear it. And then look, I wear it. And it's oh, now we have matching jackets. And then we mix the our music. Mash, the mashup of the intro musics and MJS reaction and him screaming on stage. It's a mashup. It's a mashup. Like that, <laughs> that's entertaining as all hell. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. And, and everybody hates a can they coexist storyline. I'm just didn't glad they didn't that. put the tag titles on them. I was just glad they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Can they coexist? They didn't tell it. They didn't tell it in that vein. That was a can they coexist storyline. They put them in a tag team lottery lottery bingo match thing. That was that was where 100%. it was supposed to go. Yeah, hundred percent. Wasn't supposed to take off like this, but yeah. When the when the names when when they announced the names, yeah, you could you could say it at that at that point in time, but ever since they announced the names. They didn't tell this as a can they coexist storyline. Yeah, that's how I see it too. No, see, this, this is a this is a. It's now moved past that, but that's how this, it started. Yeah. To me, I don't look at this as a can they coexist. I look at this as a oh, this is a. I didn't like you. You didn't like me, but we became best friends. This is step brothers. Can they coexist? Brothers. I didn't like you. You didn't like me. That's can they coexist? <laughs> I mean, this is, this is like on... WWE. This is WWE WrestleMania build up. Like, okay, you know, you're going to wrestle at WrestleMania, so we're going to put you in tag matches just to to keep but, keep your friends but close, but your enemies closer. So. But look at those look at those matches and and interactions in that. That's not what this was. I didn't get this. I didn't get that vibe one time. Oh yeah, I think Jason hit that 100 percent on the head. To me, this is stepbrothers. They, you, I don't like you. You don't like me. But hey, guess what? I got a sword signed by Randy Jackson. You have night vision goggles. We, we're going to do calisthenics in in our garage now. We're best friends. Prestige worldwide. Boats and hoes. This is. I mean, it's entertaining. Is honestly, I think you're you're both saying you're saying it two different ways, but you're saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here. Can <laughs> exist? 
What are you cracking up with? I'm not, I, we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree because I'm, I'm I don't <laughs> see it as that. As like I said, there's no drug of the week, but Steve's cracking a beer over there for something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way. But it's AW. That... It makes no sense. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope Pro tuned in just for that one segment. Right <laughs> <laughs> it's not everything else, but just turn Donald shit on AEW. <laughs> Since we're since, lastly, final thoughts for me on AEW. What the hell are they doing with CM Punk? What what what's the purpose of him coming back for two weeks and then pulling out the belt out of the Santa Claus bag and putting X on it? Like why? That should have been his opening night promo. What are you doing? Three weeks into it, like what type of what is that makes no sense. The FTW title got more uh, validation than that belt. Then Thunder's still champ and uh, Nelly still champs to me because they were never beat for the title. So yeah. Edge still got his belt. You know, <laughs> it's all canon now. Genie's out the bottle. Then you have MJF on the show, and there's no no mention to the fact that <laughs> CM Punk's the real champ. Or no, that's good because he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make one thing clear. There's only one real world. Jason, your title right there is compared to Roman's. <laughs> and this is the $35 one. <laughs> hey, same belt. Same belt. You're the tribal chief right now. Mark the X on it. You're good to go. <laughs> and that, I think that's a that's a good point. That's a good part to, to leave off at right there. Um, All right, that's episode 147. Well, tequila. We didn't even mention the tequila for the show. Pee-wee. That's what it's for. Pee-wee Harmon, rest in peace. That was that was childhood for me. I was a big Pee-wee fan growing up. You put Lawrence awesome. Fishburne in the talking mat in 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 the talking show. <laughs> Great show. Great show growing up. Makes me want to go back and rewatch some watch uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No, I don't think hold up. <laughs> it was good for its time. <laughs> exactly. Need to go see. Uh, need to go watch Large Marge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Nope. All right. Well, enjoy yourselves uh, watching SummerSlam. Follow along with us, interact, hit us up. Uh, find us on all social media platforms at Dunmarks Pod. Email the show at dunmarkspod at gmail.com. Head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees, prowrestlingtees.com slash dunmarkspod. Pick up a shirt. We'll give you a live shout out on air. Any other plugs? We're not sponsored by Slim Jim yet. Um, we'll, we'll try to get a, a Jack Link sponsorship because Slim Jim's irrelevant at this point. Head um, over to Spotify. Got to build up. The I don't Spotify. know. Maybe we can get Dunkaroos to come back and sponsor the show since we're, we're having 90s nostalgia moments. Um, so, yeah. Head on over to Spotify. Um, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate, leave a message. Say YouTube. Unsubscribe. <laughs> subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe That's again. You got tricked the algorithm. Don't unsubscribe. YouTube, head on over to YouTube. Check the bell so you get notifications when we go live. 
Um, I think that's it. We, we've gone off the rails here at the end of the show, as we typically do. So with that being said, leave you a little bit of positivity for the week. Villains and heroes are the same people. One just reacts differently to pain. Villains and heroes are the same people. One just acts differently to pain. Let it marinate for you. If it went over your head, no worries. You can run it back and listen to it again. Until next time, I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell a Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way.